Hello everyone, I'm Andrea Anderson and this is Queens of the Minds. We are in a time where historians and the public are no longer dismissing the conflict history that has been minimized or blotted out. We now have the opportunity to incorporate the racial and patriarchal experience in the presentation of American reality. That is why today we are going to talk about one of our missing and murdered indigenous women. The preceding episode may feature foul language and or adult content, including violence, which may be disturbing to some listeners or secondhand listeners. So discretion is advised. Today, we are not talking about California history, and this is an ad-free episode. We will be back to our regular scheduled episodes next week. Have you heard of the hashtag MMIWG? The meaning behind the hashtag is Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls. 95% of these cases were never covered by national or international media. It's a hidden epidemic. I bring this up in light of the case of Gabby Petito and the national coverage her case is getting in comparison to the media coverage on the missing indigenous women in our nation. 18% of indigenous female homicide victims had newspaper coverage or media coverage compared to 51% of the white homicide victims. And the newspaper articles for indigenous homicide victims are more likely to contain violent language or portray the victim in a negative light, also provide less information as compared to articles about the white homicide victims. And this is not different for communities of color. Education lawyer Jonathan S. Perkins tweeted this week, name one black person who went missing and garnered national media attention. I'll wait. Indigenous people account for less than 3% of the population in Wyoming. The largest number of indigenous people were Eastern Shoshone and the Northern Arapaho and living on the Wind River Indian Reservation in Fremont County. There were 34 indigenous female homicide victims between 2000 and 2020. In those last 10 years, the homicide rate was 6.4 times higher for indigenous women than for white females. Despite them being a very small percentage of the population, the indigenous peoples uh, experience violence, homicide, sexual assault, and are reported missing at disproportionate rates relative to any other race or ethnicity in Wyoming. I would like to take the time to acknowledge one of the most recently vanished indigenous women She also went missing in Wyoming, just like Gabby. And I am not saying that there should not be a concern or an outrage surrounding Gabby's disappearance. That's not what I'm saying. But despite the fact that 40% of Americans reported missing are people of color, the national outcry is rarely duplicated for anyone other than a white person. Jade Wagon was born on February 3rd, 1996, and 
she was a Northern Arapaho tribal woman and her Northern Arapaho Indian name was Cedar Tree Stands Alone, which I think is beautiful. Jade stood uh, five feet, four inches tall and weighed about 140 pounds. She had brown hair, brown eyes. She had a one of a kind sense of humor. You could spot her cute, silly laugh in the largest crowd. Jade was a dedicated mother of two children, Mele and Raphael, and she was close with her family. She graduated from St. Stephen's Indian School in 2014, and she was preparing to attend the Wind River Job Corps to learn a trade and someday have a career in the medical field. And from the time she was 19, she had the privilege of being a stay-at-home mom up until then. Before she was 23, she had visited the following states. She loved traveling. Utah, Montana, Colorado, South Dakota, New Mexico, even Florida. She loved to spend time in the mountains. Being outdoors and enjoying nature gave her the feeling of empowerment of being free. She was devoted to her native ways. She attended sweats, did fasting, looking for guidance. She had a strong faith that no one can take from her. For a short while, she worked at the Wind River Casino, and 30 minutes away from the Wind River Casino was the Shoshone Rose Casino. On January 2nd, 2020, Jade went to the Shoshone Rose Casino, the newest hotel in central Wyoming. There's over 60 rooms, heated pool, hot tub, two restaurants, and over 400 slot machines, just to give you an idea of how big it is. It was not clear whether she was alone or like with other people, but that was the last night that 23-year-old Jade Wagon was seen. Nicole Wagon is Jade's mother, and she suspected something was wrong when Jade did not show up for her older sister's annual memorial. Nicole said, I knew there was no way she would have missed that, so I knew something was wrong, and Nicole reported Jade missing right away. Two weeks later, the FBI became involved in assisting the Bureau of Indian Affairs in ongoing search efforts on the Wind River Indian Reservation and in the surrounding communities. And if you missed that, I said Jade missed her older sister's memorial after one year after her death. Jocelyn Watt was Jade's oldest sister. And on January 5th of 2019, Jocelyn and her partner, Rudy Perez, were shot and killed in a double homicide in her Riverton home. They were both 30 years old. Like Jade's situation, Mother Nicole knew something was wrong days before she would get the news. I didn't feel good, she said. I didn't feel good for a couple days. And what I can explain to you is leading up to that day I received the call, it just felt like a sense like a feeling I couldn't shake. She knew Jocelyn was planning a road trip and thought about going over to visit her, but decided against it. Their visit sometimes went on a long time with all the talking and laughing. The next day, Nicole got a call from her aunt, and she could hear it in her voice, full of panic. She said, Nicole said, I already knew. I already didn't have a good feeling, and I just connected everything. As soon as I got to my daughter's residence to see all that law enforcement, I knew it wasn't good. It was just a few days after New Year's Eve on 2019, and police officers were dispatched that afternoon. It was a total shock 
devastating and indescribable, Nicole said. No arrests were ever made. Jocelyn and Ruby's killer remains at large. This remains an open case. And her sister Jade became very active in the missing and murdered indigenous women movement after the murders. So then a year later, January 21st, 2020, the remains of an unknown female are located by the Bureau of Indian Affairs police officers on the Wind River Reservation. And this is about 30 miles away from the casino that she was last seen at. An examination of the scene did not reveal apparent evidence of a violent or traumatic incident, but that doesn't mean that that's where she died, just where they found her. On January 24, 2020, the unknown female was positively identified as Jade Wagon. They stated that Jade died from hypothermia due to environmental exposure and methamphetamine intoxication. They said the methamphetamine levels in her body were known to produce confusion and irrational behavior. So the coroner's officer ruled the death as accidental. But really, she couldn't have gotten out there 30 miles away from the casino on her own. There was no car around there left behind that helped her get there. Did Jade really wander for three weeks out in the middle of nowhere? Nicole Wagon does not believe her daughter's death was accidental. And now, as Nicole is watching the media coverage of YouTuber Gabby Petito's disappearance, she can't help but think to herself, where in the hell is our FBI? Where is the FBI that's supposed to be helping us and assisting all of us on the reservations? Trying to get information on their cases has been like pulling teeth, she says, and getting national media attention is equally challenging. She says that she made them fully aware that she will not allow them to brush off her daughter's death to hypothermia and drug use. She will not be deemed as a statistic and her life with her beautiful voice still counts and matters. Jade's case is still under investigation by the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Nicole Wagon is an activist now for Not Our Native Daughters which supports Governor Gordon's task force on missing and murdered indigenous women. In their lifetime, three out of five native women are assaulted. One in three are raped. Out of the native women who do experience violence, 97% of them had violence caused from a person who was not indigenous. And of the suspects in indigenous female homicide cases, 94% are current or former partners of the victim. There are 5,712 known cases of missing and murdered indigenous women, but only 116 were ever logged into the DOG database. This lack of data means violent crime statistics are grossly underestimated. Finally, tribes and states are trying to take action, and a few members of Congress have proposed bills. It's time for the rest of Congress to pay attention, and it's time for Americans to pay attention and speak up. All right, I love you all. Be safe. 
get vaccinated, wear a mask, stay positive, and act kind. And go ahead on your social media and make a post about what you learned today. And use the hashtag MMIW. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. Subscribe to the show so we can meet again weekly on Queens of the Minds. Queens of the Minds is a product of the Eureka Podcast Network and was written, produced, and narrated by Andrea Anderson. Go to queensoftheminds.com for the book and more.